0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. i Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with us today. Great to see all of you today. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Don't forget to like our, U- our YouTube. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, please remember to give that thumbs up. And also, please remember to give that good old like on Facebook. Thank you for reminding me, Bridge MCP, Rose Williams. Hi, everyone. How are you doing, Rose? Uh, Bridge MCP says, hello, peeps. And, of course, we have a Sarah with us, Sarah, Sarah beige. I hope I said that right, Sarah. Forgive me if I don't. Also, don't forget to share. I do that first because I'll forget otherwise. So share, share, share. Absolutely so. All right. Let's see. Um, who else have we got here early? Jessica Taylor. Good afternoon and happy Friday. She's here early today, folks. Jessica is here tempranito. Bienvenida. Bienvenida, bienvenida, bienvenida. And of course, AVQ was the first one in the queue. AVQ says, feeling like I'm having a bad day. Quick share. See ya next week. I don't know what you're going through now, my dear brother AVQ. I'm sorry to hear. I I tried to get a quick message out before I started configuring the system to say, hey, guy, power be to you. We've got your back. Always remember the posse's got your back. Bridge MCP, I guess, has taken over his work and said... President Joe Biden on Friday said that Border Patrol agents on horsebacks whose actions in Del Rio, Texas, have sparked a public outcry will pay, calling their actions outrageous and vowing the agents responsible will be punished. We had a walk back from El Señor Mallorca today, but meaning if they were following protocol, hmm, we'll see. We'll see what it turns out to be. But it sure looked like the slave patrol to me. I don't know how it looked to you, but that's what it looked like to me. But who am I? All right, British MCP also says, House January 6th panel subpoena former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, former White House Deputy Chief of Staff for Communications Dan Scavino, former Defense uh, Department official Kashyap Patel, and former Trump advisor Steve Bannon. The four men are among Trump's most loyal aides. Criminals as well. All right, let's see what else we got here. Peggy Lopez, buenas, cómo estás? Hi all. Power outage and hazardous smoky air this week from arsonists. Thinking not enough wildfires in my neighborhood. I am so sorry. That's terrible. Sarah Breed says name close enough. Thank you. I I tried, Sarah. I tried. No one says it the same as anyone else. That means you are so special, Sarah. It means you're so special. Bridge MCP says, pro-Trump general floats ridiculous conspiracy that vaccines are being deviously put in salad dressing. Dear Lord. The dear Lord came from Bridge MCP. You know, I (laughs) I try to figure out what they get out of these things. I don't know. I don't know what they get out of it. Rose Williams says, the crazies are getting crazier. Well, let me give you guys a little bit of fun. I want you to have a little bit of fun here, okay? Because, um, you know, we talk about the crazies, right? Well, let's talk about the crazies. Folks, if you're just joining us on YouTube, please go ahead and click that thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up so that we can get this algorithm going. All right, here is the thing. I thought Medicare for All, or rather, Medicare itself, this was an important topic. I hope we get more people coming in. If you have friends, uh, this is two very important pieces we have to play here on Medicare. Very important. Want enough folks to see it. Of course, they'll see it in podcasts, but you know what? You know, I'd like to get some questions so that it'll also help the podcast. Anyhow, folks, so join us, join us. But anyway, I want to give you guys a little bit of fun here. A couple of days ago on MSNBC, uh, the what's his name Robert not Robert, um, whatever his name is, he, he he have he has on the eleventh hour guy from the eleventh hour. He came out with a little piece that shows how these people are behaving in these areas, specifically at board uh, school board meetings. And I thought it was so funny that I had to show you guys what was going on. So here are our great great right-wing americans going to school board meetings they are going to raise hell because they want to tell the truth and they want the boards to do the right thing so check this
1: out people like to say and i think a good many of us still like to believe that local board meetings are still the backbone of our country town and city council meetings pta meetings school board meetings But you know what's happened in so many of our communities. Masks happened. Vaccines happened. And perhaps you don't follow your local news anymore, and it's tempting to pass it off as just in the red states. But it's hard to find a jurisdiction anywhere where the anti-vaxxers haven't objected to a public health measure of late. Well, the folks over at The Recount put together some of the most vocal and, frankly, the most imaginative. You want to wear snot
0: on your face all day? Fine, you do you, boo. But don't force that non-science, satanic BS on our kids. The
2: wind that is blowing through the black people, through the white people, through the Chinese people,
1: they are blowing through your veins. These are demonic entities in all the school boards of all the United States of America. Go back to medical
2: school. By putting masks on these kids' face, you can't identify any of them. Voting on this tells me you guys support sex trafficking. The Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, yes.
1: the Bill of Rights, and the Federalist Papers,
2: and also the Bible, and these guarantee my freedom and yours and our children's to
0: breathe oxygen. You dealt with sheep, now prepare yourself to deal with lions. What you've done, you've poked the cubs. And no one's going
2: to mess with our cubs. And let me tell you something, go home tonight and take one of these spoons. And put it on your vaccination spot. Guess what? It's going to stick to you. Are you going to the state and asking where they got their science? If you're going to tell me the CDC...
0: Come on, guys. Forcing our children to wear masks is nothing short of psychological child abuse. On the altar of wokeness. Do you have any idea what's in a vaccine? E. coli,
1: pig blood, detergent.
2: This is not a joke. There are COVID camps. Concentration camps were something that the Nazis did.
1: Your children and your children's children will be subjugated. They will be asked,
2: have you been a good little Nazi? Hail Fauci!
1: Perhaps you remember
0: uh-huh he, he ended it with perhaps they had one too many brownies I when I <laughs> when I saw this I mean I had to crack up. I couldn't believe this was serious Bridge MCP says uh, rather Deborah John Rose Williams uh, says uh, the crazies are getting crazier breach Deborah says. LA, breaking news. Two of the co-hosts from The View tested positive for COVID-19 moments before they interviewed the VP. I saw that. Bridge MCP says, Rose, I know, pulling stuff out of their arse. And Bridge MCP says, huge protests and lawsuits here in the neighborhood town against masks in school. What's wrong with these people? Bridge MCP, school boards have medical degrees now, eh? Gracie Allen, welcome aboard. There are loony republicans in blue states too. Yes, there are. Bridge MCP, agree, Gracie. And again, dear Lord. But anyhow, look, I want to get serious here. Folks, if you're just joining us on YouTube, please remember to go ahead and give us that thumbs up, help the algorithm. And likewise, on, uh, on, uh, if you're on us with uh, Facebook, please go ahead and do that as well. But anyhow, I want to get started with uh, Medicaid, Medicare for Medicare. Uh, this is not Medicare. This, is not, first of all, this is not the story of Medicare for all yet. This is just basic Medicare. Earlier on, I don't know if you guys remembered that we had Tom Hartman discussing his new book. His new book was called uh, "The Hidden History of American Healthcare." Very important book that everybody should get. Well, what we have now is we we have a little bit more in depth information coming from. Representative Katie Porter and another man who uh, is talking about uh, not only Medicaid adva- Medicare Advantage, but also these instruments called Direct... Um, what is it called? Dire- what is it? Let, let me go ahead and go to my page again. It's, I keep forgetting the name. It's called Direct Contracting Entities. So, I mean, these are important concepts that show how they intend to destroy... Medicare. And it is important that we understand this first so that we can fight it, so that we can do what's necessary to talk to our politicians and let them know, yeah, we understand exactly what's going on. So we're going to start with Katie Porter. Katie Porter is going to detail some of the issues that we have with these uh, direct contracting entities, and then we'll move on from that thereafter. Check this out.
2: I'm delighted to be with you all tonight to talk about why medicare is so important specifically we are here to talk about direct contacting contracting entities dces and why they are such a threat to the medicare program now this might seem like a super wonky topic but at the end of the day we are talking about people's lives and the quality of the health care that they get So I'm going to dig in a little bit to the details and highlight some of the other related initiatives that I'm working on to not just protect Medicare, but to improve Medicare. Last year, as you may all know, the Trump administration created a new pilot program in Medicare that relies on direct contracting entities, DCEs, to deliver care to beneficiaries. And this program was supposed to make Medicare more efficient. But actually, it does just the opposite. Rather than allowing patients to go to providers directly under traditional Medicare, DCEs invite insurers and investors to step in and interfere with the care that Americans get. By adding in these intermediaries, the Trump administration undermined the very purpose of Medicare, which is to provide health coverage and increased financial security for seniors. Here's the thing. We know that traditional Medicare works. Since it was established in 1965, Medicare has been enormously successful at improving millions of older Americans' quality of life. Medicare serves approximately one in six Americans and virtually all of the 65 plus population. So given Medicare's incredible success, you might be wondering, Why would anyone want to overhaul this program? And the answer, as with too many things in Washington, is the greed of corporate special interests. This direct contracting entity model is just one more example of the Trump administration's many attempts to wreck a functioning, successful, popular government program for the sake of lining the pockets of its corporate donors, in effect, former President Trump tried to sell Medicare off to the highest bidder. The bottom line for direct contracting entities is not to improve the quality of care. They drive up costs for patients to maximize their profits. And this isn't hypothetical. We know exactly what happens when insurers dip their hands in Medicare because we've already seen that play out in Medicare Advantage. As you all know, unlike traditional Medicare, Medicare Advantage allows insurers to manage health care plans. The result is that Medicare Advantage costs taxpayers more money than traditional Medicare, and it provides less information for agencies and, more importantly, the American people to determine whether the program is working When an independent government watchdog investigated Medicare Advantage, it uncovered widespread denials of care. I want to repeat, Medicare Advantage costs more money. I wish I did have my whiteboard. Medicare Advantage costs more money, is less transparent, and provides worse care. We should not open the door to more corporate abuse of Medicare. And this direct contracting entity model piloted by the... Trump administration risks even more patients being denied the care they need and leaving taxpayers with a higher bill. It is no surprise that Wall Street investors hope to see more direct contracting entities in our healthcare system because for them, direct contracting entities are a fantastic opportunity to rake in cash by investing early so they can eventually get bought out by insurers. Wall Street wins, patients and taxpayers lose. Not only is it wrong to let Wall Street abuse Medicare, it's wrong for Medicare beneficiaries to be auto-assigned into direct contracting entities without their knowledge and without their consent. Part of what makes investing in DCE so lucrative is that they don't have to spend a dime on marketing. Unlike Medicare Advantage, which is paying Joe Namath to peddle it on TV commercials, instead, These direct contracting entities just bamboozle Americans directly into their for-profit scheme for Medicare. Now, throughout his time in the White House, President Trump talked a lot about the wonders of capitalism. Well, I am a proud capitalist and a former business law professor, and I can tell you that two of the foundational building blocks of capitalism are consumer choice and information. And without those fundamental principles, we don't have healthy markets, and consumers are more likely to get cheated. Direct contracting entities are, in fact, anti-capitalist. And that is part of the reason that back in May, I joined three of my House colleagues in a letter to HHS Secretary Becerra and the acting administrator of CMS, urging them to immediately freeze the DCE pilot program launched under the Trump administration. I am going to continue to stand up against misguided plans that would decrease Medicare's quality and cost taxpayers more. Part of the reason that we elected President Biden is his commitment to protecting access to health care and to lowering its costs. Medicare is incredibly popular, and the Biden administration should do everything in its power to dismantle DCEs. Medicare has broad bipartisan support among the American people. And I know this because I represent a district that is about evenly split between Democrats and Republicans. The 45th Congressional District in California also is home to the second largest retirement community in the country. And I hear from constituents on Medicare, Democrats, Republicans, and independents alike, that they like Medicare. And I hear from people who are not yet eligible that they want the program to be there for them when they become eligible. Medicare is popular because Medicare works. And of course there are places where it falls short. But part of being a champion for Medicare is working to build on the program's successes. We can and should improve and expand Medicare so that it's strong for generations to come. If the proponents of the Trump administration's DCE pilot are serious about strengthening Medicare, rather than dismantling it and auctioning off the pieces, I have some ideas for how they could help. House Democrats are working on passing H.R. 3, the Elijah Cummings Lower Drug Costs Now Act, a sweeping package that would allow Medicare to negotiate better drug prices, bring down costs for Americans on Medicare, and for those getting their prescriptions on the commercial market. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office estimated this would save taxpayers Nearly half a trillion dollars and bring down the cost of drugs by 50 to 75 percent. I'm proud that my bill, the Freedom from Price Gouging Act, was included in HR 3. And this legislation is pretty simple. It says to drug companies if you price gouge, if you hike your prices way beyond inflation, you need to give that money back to the taxpayers who are footing the bill through Medicare. Big Pharma and Wall Street investors should not be able to profit from unreasonable price hikes. And if they do, we need to hold them accountable. I am urging congressional leaders to lower the age of Medicare to 60. By lowering that age, we could expand quality care to an additional 23 million older Americans. And the data is clear. This expansion means the difference between life and death for those who would be covered cancer diagnoses jump when patients turn 65 because they finally have access to screenings under Medicare. So despite the general convention that younger patients are more likely to have better outcomes, a recent medical study found that there is an increased chance of receiving and surviving a cancer diagnosis in patients ages 65 to 69 compared to ages 60 to 64. Why? Because those older patients have Medicare. I am also working to end the 10% penalty that seniors are subject to for each year they delay in enrolling Medicare. To fix this, I introduced the Medicare Economic Security Solutions Act, which would cap these unfair late Medicare enrollment penalties and limit how long the penalty could be applied for allowing Medicare to negotiate drug prices, lowering the eligibility age, and doing away with unfair penalties, these are ways we can strengthen Medicare while keeping the core of what makes the program work. And in Congress, I'm gonna keep pushing for policies that will make healthcare cheaper, easier to get, and more secure. You guys know me, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Corporate special interests are powerful in Washington. Because of their lobbying, the House Energy and Commerce Committee failed to include Medicare drug price negotiation in its portion of the Build Back Better Act. But I do not take corporate PAC money, so I cannot be bought. I am not afraid to take corporate special interests on, especially with all of you on my side. Together, we are going to forge a healthcare system that puts patients first.
0: In other words, that puts... Patience first. Uh, what she's talking about is very important. We have to keep our eyes on the ball. They're using Medicaid Advantage and these direct—I uh, keep forgetting it—direct contracting entities to take to, to privatize it and use it as another sort of Wall Street type investment. But anyhow, uh, Nanette Bird Smith says the following. I have to confess that I participate with an Advantage plan. I pay no additional premium and all my doctors are participating providers. I've not experienced any negatives in the two years I've had the plan. Of course, I do not have any chronic illnesses. My BP meds are free at my neighborhood Publix Rex, And you know, that is how it works. And that's why a lot of people do it. Because they, they have good health and they don't have to pay anything out of pocket because it, they're, they're whatever Medicaid uh, Medicare premiums are uh, from the government, that's all that that they worry about, right? So it, it is attractive in the aggregate. And not only that, they, they even some of them even have eye care and dental and all these other features, things that regular Medicare doesn't have, right? So the government makes sure that Medicare is a bit less, so that these guys have something to offer a bit more. But the problem comes out. Uh, if, if you get a chance, please listen to the interview that I did with, uh, with uh, Tom Hartman. Because the dirty little secret about Medicare Advantage are several fold. Here's the following. A lot of the, the specialists that you would need as you get older and sicker are generally not in the plan that you have. And if you go outside of that plan, it's out of your pocket, or you just don't get the service at all. Likewise, if you you can always go back to Medicare, right? But Medicare is an 80-20 plan, which means whenever you go back to Medicare, you have to take up that 20%, and you can't get Medigap, except for in four states. Because Medigap, they have to take you the very first time you apply for Medicare, But after that, if you went to a Medicare Advantage plan, then you went back to Medicare so that you can go to any specialist you want to go to, you're still going to be responsible for your 20% because you can't purchase Medigap. So, um, Nanette, in your case, stay healthy, but also uh, work politically so that we can get all of this changed, Medicare for all is your savior. Medicare for all is what's going to prevent all the tricks the private industry uses to maximize their profit. Because remember this, the way Medicaid ad- Medicare Advantage works is they calculate your risk. Each individual in that Medicare plan, they calculate your risk. And then they bill the government for your risk. If you happen to cost more, so be it. The government is not giving any more for you. So what is the solution that Medicaid Advantage and all these private companies do? They can only make a profit by doing one of two things. Not paying the doctors or not giving you the service uh, for those doctors to serve. And guess who usually suffers? The patient because who is in the weakest position? The patient because who is your advocate when you go for Medicare for... Medicare Advantage. Your advocate is not the same advocates that you have for all the people who work for Medicare, Medicare proper. So uh, w- for if you are already on Medicare Advantage, beware. And the first chance that you get, uh, well, I can't say get out because it doesn't make any sense to get out because you won't be able to get Medigap. You won't be able to get Medigap. Uh, if you're sick that is if you have a pre-existing condition if you do not have a pre-existing condition i will put up that post for him again if you do have a pre-existing condition don't have a pre-existing condition you can switch to medicare and likely you will be able to purchase medigap because they gonna, they're going to they're going to do a test to see if you have any pre-existing conditions and all that kind of stuff so if you're healthy now and you are on Medicaid Advantage, I would tell you to get to hell out while you can. Because, folks, it's all, anytime you hear about private health care, always think thug. 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 Remember, the thug that you see on, your th- on Channel 13 or on ABC, CBS, NBC every single day Shooting up a store to take $10, ripping off a store to take a gum or a candy or whatever is nowhere close to what those guys that are well-dressed in a suit and a tie that are stealing not $10, not $20, but hundreds of thousands of dollars from our government and from you. It is so important that we understand that. All right. Before I go to the second one, please use Medicare Advantage, not Medicaid. I I am sorry. I made a mistake. It's Medicare Advantage. You're right. I you know I, I kept saying the reason I keep saying Medicaid is because uh what happens is in Texas we don't even have med, the, the, the the Medicaid expand the uh, Medicare expansion to the Affordable Care Act we don't even have that here. So the, it's always stuck on my mind. Anyhow, um, so folks, before I get to the other um to the other topic. I want you guys to please, if you are on YouTube, please click that thumbs up button. And and Bridge MCP, I'm going to post the um, the Tom Hartman thing in a minute. But please, if you are on YouTube, please give me a thumbs up. If you are on Facebook, please like the the star so that we can actually go ahead. Uh, Let's see. Alistair Eve, do not feel duped. Okay, let me first tell all my viewers here that are already on Medicaid Advan- Medicare Advantage. I did it again, Nanette. I want to talk to all my, all my brothers and sisters listening to this podcast or this video or this however you're listening to me. If you are already on Medicare Advantage, do not stay back there and say, I feel duped. You are not duped. You were lied to. You were, you were, they did a whole lot of bad things to get you to buy that. Alright, you weren't duped. It was legal treachery that they did to get you to go for Medicaid, Medicare Advantage. So my my actions to you are as follows. Before, if you have the ability to check to see if you can purchase Medigap in case you want to change to Medicare. The real Medicare, not Medicare Advantage, the real Medicare. Go ahead and check to see if you can purchase uh, Medigap first. Check that out first. If you have the ability to purchase Medigap, then I would honestly suggest that you give up Medicare Advantage at the first appropriate time. Sign up for Medicare proper as well as Medigap. It's going to cost you more. But you can sleep at night, knowing that if you get some sort of a disease, you will be taken care of. For all those that have a pre-existing condition, that are stuck with Medicare Advantage, and it's not in their best interest financially to leave, continue to work with us. Well, all of you should be working with us to force our politicians to do Medicare for all because Medicare for all get rid of Medicare advantage it get rid of Medicare it gets rid of all the types of medic all the types of insurance because all of us would fall under a national plan a national health care plan that's what physicians for a national health care plan is all about we need to get there folks because we're getting older The baby boom generation is is becoming the majority of folks right now in the elder space. And it's more of us. And what I'm trying to tell folks is we have to force these politicians to do the right thing. Medicare for all is the only thing that's going to... You know, they're going to try to sell Medicare Advantage. They're going to sell it. Oh, you get dental. Oh, you get eye care. Oh, you, you don't have to pay a premium. They're going to tell you all of that, and all of that is true. What we have to do is, if you notice what Bernie Sanders has in Medicare right now is he's added uh, 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 dental and eyes. We hope it makes it through the final plan. And he's trying to lower it to 60 years old for Medicare. But for all your friends who have not yet reached Medicare age, urge them not to fall for the Medicare Advantage fraud. It's very, very important. Do not fall for the Medicare Advantage fraud and tell everybody you know they need to if they need to contact us. We have the Bible here. Uh, the hidden history of American Healthcare. How why sickness bankrupts you and makes you insane and makes someone else insanely rich. We have to do this, folks. We have to. Uh, Please go ahead and give me that thumbs up on YouTube, please. Uh, We would love for that YouTube thumbs up. All right, uh, folks, it's my time to ask you, if you are on YouTube right now, please go ahead and click that Join button and become a part of the PDR Posse. We need support to continue giving folks the real information, stuff that you're not going to hear on TV. Hell, if you listen to MSNBC and all these other stations right now, they are putting they are put ads for Medicare Advantage, and they, the ads look great. They're even putting ads that say, "Tell your representative not to fight for, uh, not to fight for negotiating drug prices with the drug companies. They don't want Medicare to negotiate prices for drugs." Brothers and sisters, the thiefry that occurs in the private sector when it comes to healthcare is pathetic. And all those ads you see on TV trying to convince you—that's why I told you. uh, That's why when you said, uh, uh, "What Eve?" When you said, "I feel duped," I don't want you to feel duped. I want you to now feel empowered. Why? Because those advertisements that you see them put on TV right now—that is what's convincing people that they need to work against their own interests because they don't know that they're doing it. Share these programs. Let people know the truth. Share them. Tell them. Talk to your friends around your age. If you are around the Medicare age, talk to your friends. Tell them absolutely no. Absolutely no. So folks, please, if you can, please click that join button under our video here on YouTube and please support the program. We really, honestly... Need your support. Politics on right with Egberto Wills. Please let people know as I just found out today when to find out about when to get booster flu and shingles shot today. It's at Doc. Medicare Part A, hospital insurance, or Medicare Part B, medical insurance doesn't cover the shingles shot. Generally, Medicare Prescription Drug Plans Part D cover all commercially available vaccines like the shingles shot. Needed to prevent illness, contact your Medicare drug plan for more information about coverage. Thank you for that information, Bridge MCP. Very important for us to share all of this. Folks, if you're just joining us on YouTube, thumbs up and please click that join button and please become a part of our PDR Posse. Uh, Please consider also getting one of our mugs designed by Bridge MCP. And if you want to get that mug, you can get that mug right here at Teespring's. Let me put that link up on the screen. If you want to get one of our mugs, check out one of our mugs there. And, you know, I, t- I tell you what, by getting our mugs, you're supporting what we're doing, trying to inform people about what to do, what not to do, how not to get screwed by the healthcare companies, by the drug companies, and all the while. Again, you can also support us via Patreon. We need a thousand patrons and we need a thousand people on YouTube. So please consider going to politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. You can if you're not on YouTube, you can still support us on YouTube by going to politicsthunright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. You can also support us via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal politicsandright.com slash PayPal and you can get our books, all those books that I've been scrolling on the screen, oh I don't have the cups on the screen there are the cups on the screen, all those books that you see on the um, that I I have scrolling you can get it at politicsandright.com slash books, but if you decide to get our books at our store I will sign the books myself, I will also include a bumpers here we go I'll also include a bumper sticker, a Politics Done Right bumper sticker that you can put on your car to help us promote the truth, to help us tell people how to get to the truth. Please go ahead and thumbs up as well, my friends. We need your support. We need your support. Now, Bridge MCP asked that I also provide the link to the Tom Hartman show about the um, Medicare Advantage, Medicare... And the thievery, the thuggishness that goes on there. So what I'm going to do, folks, is I give you the blog with Tom Hartman. Tom Hartman is a great guy. He comes on to our show, our show often. To I mean, he, he writes probably four books or so a year. I, I can only get in two books a year. I'm going to try to do a little bit better than that uh bridge MCP, Then I retired from teacher union with full medical blessed so I became it became my secondary high coop says I have an open exchange bronze plan eighty five hundred dollar deductible I hear you buddy I hear you that th- th- these deductibles can kill uh anyhow here is the show with um here is a show with Tom Hartman I'm putting it in the feed right now that is a Tom Hartman show that I that that I was telling you about please Watch that show in its entirety. It's a, well, actually, that's not the show. That's just an interview. I actually cut it out so that you don't have to go through all the other stuff that we do. So check that out. Anyhow, I need to go to the other video. And this one is David Lipschitz. And he's going to talk about Medicare Advantage as well. As well as, a, I think he talks a little bit about DCEs as well. So let's go ahead and play him. And then we'll come back on the other side.
1: I'm just going to talk a little bit about the work that my organization does on behalf of Medicare beneficiaries as a way to set up our experience specifically with Medicare Advantage plans, which will then in turn set up comments about how we view the direct contracting demos, particularly the geographic or geo model. And then I will return to Medicare Advantage in some closing remarks. So my organization, the Center for Medicare Advocacy, is a beneficiary or consumer side organization, a nonpartisan nonprofit law firm in many ways. We're small but mighty and our work ranges from providing direct services to Medicare beneficiaries, to providing technical support to those who assist them, to providing education, sometimes in limited circumstances, litigation, and then the work that I primarily do, policy advocacy. The scope of services that we work on range, run the gamut uh, with respect to the Medicare program, including eligibility and enrollment, addressing barriers to care, pushing for greater oversight of providers, including nursing facilities and home health agencies, exploring how Medicare works with other types of insurance. And we do this in part by supporting or opposing legislation or, or policy proposals, working with policymakers and officials, working in coalition with groups, and working with journalists like Trudy, who we just heard from. Among the critical and recurring subjects that we engage in, both from the standpoint of Uh, consumer and broader policy issues is the rise of private Medicare Advantage plans and their impact on both enrollees and the Medicare program in in general. Due to the nature of our work, people don't often call us when they are happy about their plan or want to brag about how well their care is being coordinated. Instead, it's usually people who are running into problems accessing their care who contact us. What we have found in our experience, backed up by some of the research, including that cited by Trudy, is that many of the problems that beneficiaries in traditional Medicare face with respect to accessing care are exacerbated, often in Medicare Advantage plans. For example, services that would be covered in traditional Medicare are either prematurely terminated by Medicare Advantage plans or not covered at all. From a consumer standpoint, there are various trade-offs and things that are attractive as far as enrollment in Medicare Advantage, including uh, the provision of extra benefits that traditional Medicare doesn't cover, uh, the uh, negating the need to pick up a Medigap or a Part D plan. But on the other hand, I think as as Trudy just pointed out, unfortunately, many of the stories that she has heard are not uncommon. Most MA plans use a restricted network of providers, and virtually all Medicare Advantage enrollees are in plans that require some type of prior authorization for some services. And such use of prior authorization often leads to problems as accessing services. As a congresswoman pointed out, a 2018 uh, Office of Inspector General report found widespread and persistent problems related to denials of care and payment in Medicare Advantage plans. Quality of care in Medicare Advantage plans uh, is perhaps of even greater concern. Research shows that the evidence is decidedly mixed. For example, there are generally higher rates of preventive care and screenings among MA recipients, but as noted in a 2018 uh, New England Journal of Medicine article, somewhat counterintuitively there seems to be no difference between Medicare, traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans with respect to care coordination. And several studies have flagged concerns about the quality of care received by high need, high cost enrollees on the basis of disenrollment rates and other measures. In other words, credible research shows that those who are more sick tend to disproportionately disenroll from Medicare Advantage plans, including the study that Trudy just outlined. That's from a consumer standpoint. From a policy standpoint, there is a growing imbalance between the Medicare Advantage and the traditional Medicare program in a number of ways, including payment. I think Dr. Weisbart outlined some of the ways that Medicare Advantage plans are maximizing uh, their income stream, and how this is costing the Medicare program more, subsidized by everyone else via higher Part B premiums. The scope of benefits provided by Medicare Advantage plans uh, are broader than what can be provided in traditional Medicare, and that has been broadened even further by Congress and CMS to include things that are not health related, Well, at the same time, those benefits have not been made available largely to people in traditional Medicare. Oversight of such plans has been lax and enrollment is growing at a precipitous rate. Now, roughly 42% of all Medicare enrollees are in Medicare Advantage plans. And it's projected that just in a few years, uh, 50% or more will be in the plan. So in short, Medicare is becoming privatized before our eyes without any real public debate about whether or not this is the direction we want the Medicare program to go in. I went on this tangent about Medicare Advantage because our experiences with and concerns about the Medicare Advantage program directly informed our views of the direct contracting demonstration. Uh, To reiterate what Dr. Weisbart outlined, there are broadly two types of direct contracting uh, demos. I'll focus most of my time on the geographic model, the model that is currently suspended. I've been asked to talk briefly about our advocacy surrounding the the GEO model, so I'm gonna quickly walk through a timeline. In past years, CMMI, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation had put forth a solicitation for public comments and, and drafted documents outlining a proposal for a direct contracting program. But such proposals in the past had been so ambiguous that it was really difficult to provide any feedback and specific recommendations based upon what was offered. So we were therefore surprised when in December of last year, the geographic or geo model was announced with a rapid ramp up seeking entities to apply early this year um, slated to begin in January of 2022. When we reviewed this announcement our red flags flew high, our spidey sense tingled, we went on red alert because of the way that it looked like this model in particular was importing a lot of things from Medicare Advantage that gave us pause and gave us concern. These entities were going to set up uh, contracted networks while ostensibly still providing free choice of provider They were entering into capitated uh, payment arrangements. They were able to employ utilization management, such as prior authorization. And as Dr. Weisbart noted, they would apply to broad geographic areas, targeting large urban areas with no opportunity to opt out. So you would have some urban areas that were virtually all beneficiaries in traditional Medicare would be required to enroll in one of these direct contracting entities through the GEO model, including people duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid. They would not have been subject to even some of the basic oversight that Medicare Advantage plans were uh, subject to, such as reporting of encounter data or medical loss ratio. And in addition to these problems, there were just a host of, of unanswered questions. So in short, to us, it appeared that the GEO demo appeared to turn more of the federal Medicare program over to private insurers, essentially taking broad groups of people who had chosen not to be in private plans and placing them in one without an opportunity to get out. So uh, the same month that it came out, an independent foundation, the Commonwealth Fund wrote a blog uh, about this. And while they didn't take a position on the geographic model, they did outline a number of concerns, including pointing out that uh, the model had the effect of enrolling Medicare beneficiaries into a managed care-like plan. It was important having a foundation like this weigh in, even though they didn't pay a, uh, take a position. And went a long way towards raising alarms that otherwise would have been ignored had they come solely from groups like mine. We also tried to join the public fray. We wrote about uh, our concerns about this in December, began talking with other advocates spanning both Medicare and Medicaid space, many of whom were concerned about this demonstration and through various avenues we had plans to meet with uh, CMMI staff as a larger group and expressed our concerns. In January of this year, we did lead an organizational sign-on letter to the then acting Secretary of Health and Human Services, asking for this model to be suspended. Uh, And in early March of this year, the geographic direct contracting model was in fact suspended, which I think we should all celebrate as a policy victory. Now, we were not the only ones pushing back on this. The other organizations and individuals worked through various channels. We don't want to oversell the role that we played. We were a voice in a chorus. And a note, as Dr. Weisbach pointed out, the CMMI website still notes that the GEO model is currently under review. And I submit to you that pressure is needed to ensure that this program does not reach the light of day. There are some existing direct contracting models, the GlowPro models that uh, are in existence now and are going forward have just started. While we have not taken as deep a dive in or a look into these models as we did with the GEO model, it appears that some of the most egregious elements of the GEO model are not in these new direct contracting models. That does not mean that they do not uh, warrant scrutiny and vigilance is not required. Uh, And there are a lot of concerns raised by us, in part, as Dr. Weisbart uh, outlined, who is drawn to these direct contracting entities. I want to close my remarks by turning back to Medicare Advantage. And I think what I'm going to say is not novel, not new to this group. doesn't break any ground that you haven't covered before. But if you are concerned about the privatization of the Medicare program, the clear and present danger in this regard is already staring us in the face. And that is of course, the Medicare Advantage program. And my takeaway message to you is that if concerted efforts are not taken to address the growing imbalance between Medicare Advantage and traditional Medicare, the Medicare of tomorrow is gonna look much different than it does today, will really be more of a marketplace of private plans with a backup public plan and less like a national insurance program. Many of you are advocates for uh, a single universal health care program, but many of you are also aware of the barriers standing in the way that are vested in maintaining the status quo. So assuming that we don't have an opportunity to wipe the slate clean and start from scratch, chances are that any expansion in coverage will likely have to be more incremental and we'll have to build off of existing models. And if Medicare is going to be that model, Without significant improvements, including, at very least, righting the imbalance between Medicare Advantage and traditional Medicare, the Medicare program will become more privatized. And if anything, will be a pathway towards Medicare Advantage for all.
0: As you can see, uh, he, he, he made the very important point. They're doing this right under our noses. They're privatizing Medicare, and when it's all over... If we allow it to occur, uh, we would have deserved what we've gotten because we know what the private sector is all about, simply profiteering for wall street they don't they don't they're not doing this because they care about your health they're not doing this because they want to be an efficient provider of a service they're doing that because they're going to take your tax dollars that you paid over the decades. And they're going to pocket it for the few who own the companies that run Medicare Advantage. Again, I, I tell people something that is very important. It's simple math. Medicare only has a very small budget to, to administer the program and all the rest go into health care. Businesses that go into healthcare, they have to make a big profit for their shareholders Big profit for the for the executives, etc. So remember, they are trying to make you believe that somehow they could be more efficient by having to take more of your money and giving it away to people who do absolutely nothing. They are just an expense in the system. And as when we find that out more, when we can really inculcate that in our minds. We will told, tell these guys, go to hell. It's absolutely impossible for private health care to be more efficient than Medicare, Medicare for all, or any government or single-payer type system. John Trott says, I pay for a supplemental Medicare policy, any doctor, anywhere. Good for you. Kathy Courtney says, been working to prevent this BS profiteering Please share with med and public health friends, petitions, and write letters. Let me tell you guys something about Kathy C. Courtney. Kathy Courtney is a friend of mine, and Kathy has been working Medicare for All for a very, 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 very long time. And she is a dedicated, working, she is a working horse in the movement. So keep up the great work. And, you know, she works with PNHP and all these other guys. And, in fact, the, the video that I just showed you was a symposium at PNHP that I decided to fragment into. the. Two, t- I took the two most important speeches, as far as I'm concerned, out of it to bring it to you guys so that you could see it from the, from the horse's mouth. Anyway, Nanette Birdsmith, welcome. Let's see. Peggy Lopez I just got back. Just got my Medicare and you for 202. There is a section showing what Advantage plan you are eligible to place. Uh, Where you live, Advantage plan is not part of Medicare being pushed by the U.S. government. Shouldn't be. Kathy Courtney says, Texans especially are being targeted and some nearly forced to change the so-called Medicare Advantage plan. Caution with all these mailers and free gifts to sign up. I quipped to my Kelsey Care System doctor. You know that some of us call it Medicare Disadvantage Plan. I love that. Medicare Disadvantage Plan. Absolutely so. Uh, uh, Alice Eve says, just qualified for Medicare in July 8th. Was so excited to finally have medical coverage. And you can do it. Just go for Medicare. Uh, Bridge MCP, I read that one already about the shingles. Paul Fleming, all of my shots were free and I'm on Medicare in Georgia. Uh, you need to talk to Bridge MCPC. what's going on there. That's kind of interesting. All right, let's see, Nanette, uh, Bridge, uh, let's see what else we got here. Mr. R says, do you post your show on Twitter? I usually post them uh, clips of it on YouTube because Twitter only gives me two minutes and a lot of my things, I'm not able to shorten it to that, that two-minute kind of a thing. I probably need to put some more work into that, but I'm swamped. Anybody who wants to do that for me, feel free. I uh, take out the resident clips and throw it on Twitter and tag me, or give it to me, and I'll put it on Twitter and tag. Uh let's see. Uh, Bridge MCP says, uh, "Let's let's continue down." I still have quite a few to read. Just quick stopping from doctor's office. Thank you for coming, Maywood. How you doing, my brother? Peggy L- Lopez says, "Medicare and you, 2022. Let's all advantage." Yes, yeah, I, I read that one. Of course they are. It has the Medicare name in it. LOL, trickery. Exactly. Uh, Maywood says, Maywood, find out about Booster and Flu Shot. You can get the same time. Yes. My, uh, I think my daughter got it at the same time. Maywood, what program is he talking about? Uh, Not sure. Not sure what you mean. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. I'm reading. You're reading. We're almost near the end of the show, so I want to get these in. Please note from Rose Williams, For those who aren't pushing for the complete Build Back Better plan because they are worried about the money, which is paid for anyway, according to Charles Reddick, the IRS commissioner, we lose $1 trillion per year to tax evasion. Exactly. Can you imagine that? The IRS needs to be given the resources to go after them. Exactly. May Wood I uh, can do the same. Let's see what else we have here. Kathy Courtney says, Thank you, Egberto, for spotlighting this critical issue today. See Physicians for a National health care Plan, PNHP.org, PNHP.org, or Healthcare for All Texas, or Healthcare Now for petitions and letters. Thank you very much for that information, my dear Kathy Courtney. Maywood says, I didn't know about Medigap and Medicare Advantage, so signed up for Anthem. Wish someone had told me you get a chance to do it you get a chance to do it again. I think you're you're ready to sign up now. If you if you're, I think it closed out in October, and if you signed up, I think you can still get out of it. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, we are here at the end. Before I go again, I have to ask you guys so kindly if you're on YouTube, please go ahead and click that thumbs up, that like button. If you're on uh, YouTube, if you're on Facebook, please go ahead and click the like button. Uh, by the way, if you're on YouTube, click the join. Please help us keep this going. Join. It's very, very, very inexpensive and with that cup of coffee that you buy me, with that cup of coffee, it's equivalent to saying, Egberto, I like what you do. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Please, please, please help us do what we do. Help us get that message out. Help us keep that message going. Uh, if, you're, if you don't see that join button on YouTube, you can go to, oops, wrong thing here. Let me go ahead and correct that. If you don't see that join button on YouTube, just go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. I have it on the screen, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. You can also support us on Patreon, which is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can support us at politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. As well, you can go to our books, get our books, and look, our books... Really, this whole trio, if you want to know everything about the fraudulent political system, etc., get our trio. We have a special on our trio. Just go to uh, politicsonright.com store, and there is a trio for the books, politicsonright.com store. I'll also give you a bumper sticker and sign every single one of the books. Likewise, if you don't want to buy the books directly from our store, you can get it directly from Amazon at politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books, and you can find all the ways to support us, all the different ways to support us, by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Let me tell you something, folks. Before I go, I-, I need to give one more plug for support in Politics Done Right. One of the reasons... Many people are fooled. One of the people reasons, many people are hoodwinked. Not all, I'm not only talking about Medicare or that. I'm talking about our political system, period. It's because the right and the plutocrats and the oligarchy and the corporatocracy, they have the funds to invest in big-time advertising budgets, etc., etc., Those of us that are trying to get the message out We are cheap It don't cost us much to get the message out Given social media Given email blasts and all of that But we still have to survive Those of us that are doing this We have to survive And the only way we can survive Is for those who believe in us Those who believe that we must continue to do what we are doing To get the message out to tell people what's their next step, we need your support. And what I'm asking you is, please give us your support. I gave you all the, the options. Just go to politicsandright.com/support to find out how are the different ways you can support Politics than Right. Also, if you want, if you're on YouTube, you can do a super chat. You can do a a join. Click on that join button. You can you can uh, share with your friend and say support somebody that is making a difference in ensuring that we get the message out, that we educate our folks so that people make the right choices. Because if they keep nicking at us, if they keep cutting us with a million, if they keep killing us with a million slices, by the time we realize something is wrong, by the time we realize that we have been had, it is way too late. That is why I do what I do. No soy charlatan. That's why I do what I do. And it's not just this program that I do. We do. It is this program. It is blogging at EgbertoWillis.com. It is sharing at Daily coast, Op-Ed News, Common Dreams. It is making sure I am one of the cogs in the wheel putting that data out. So that everybody gets a chance, an option to say I didn't know that, but I'm going to make a difference now that I know. So I'm asking you so kindly, support the program. Encourage others to support the program. We simply cannot do this without you. We have 300 or so members on YouTube. We need 1,000. I'm talking about paid members on YouTube. We have 20-something thousand on YouTube, but only 300 or so paid members on YouTube, and it's inexpensive. I ask you, I need 1,000 there, and I need 1,000 on Uh, Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O And politicsandright.com says Patreon And of course we need to sell our stuff That we have Our books and all of that To make this stuff Be continued So I ask you Ask others To help get this message out My name is Egberto Willis I thank you so kindly For spending this time with me Thank you Nanette Birdsmith I know all You guys are wonderful I have some great 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 supporters no doubt, you're here with, with the program. This is yours. I thank you kindly for all that you do. Let's ask other folks to come on in. And Haikup333 became a new patron today. I'll check that out, Mr. Page. You're a great guy, Haikup. Thank you so kindly. Folks, it's cheap. A cup of coffee. But anyhow, let me tell you guys... I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!